Welcome to Reader's Table, the podcast where two story lovers talk about books, movies, and stories of any kind. In today's episode, we are going to talk about the movie The Lighthouse, starring Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson, directed by Robert Eggers. If you want to support us, use our Patreon link in the description and follow us on Instagram at Reader's Table. So Nick, as already mentioned in the intro, you're going to talk about The Lighthouse today mm-hmm. here on the podcast. Um, what is it about? I'm actually really excited to talk about this movie to you because I wanted to talk to you about what this movie is about. Because I feel like this is not a movie that you would watch or that you would pick. Probably not. Maybe I you would. Out of my own volition. <laughs> yeah, maybe you would. Um, if it were recommended to you in some way, shape, or form. The reason I've seen this movie was it came out in 2019, and I actually wanted to watch it back then in the cinema, and I didn't get to do it. I don't know what happened or why we didn't go, but this movie was so special to me in the way it was filmed and the way it was advertised that I really wanted to experience it in the cinema, but then I didn't. What do you mean by that, the special in the uh, I'll get was... I'll okay. get to that. Okay. But the reason I wanted to watch it, really, um, was because I had heard that Robert Pattinson was pretty good in it, and I don't really know, or back then I didn't really know him as an actor because I didn't watch the um, <laughs> Twilight, Twilight <laughs> series. That's not for me, I guess. And I don't think it does him justice as an actor no, of the no, material no. he's given because he's really great in this movie, The Lighthouse. Willem Dafoe as well is one of my favorite actors. And mm-hmm. I also had seen recently the movie The Witch, which is also by Robert Eckers, the same director. Is and that the one with Anya Taylor-Joy? Exactly. Mm-hmm. It's this horror movie. And I really loved it. And I thought it was so great. And it didn't quite understand why i thought it was so good and that's why i got a bit more into movies in terms of technicalities how do you make a movie what are different techniques to shoot the movie um cinematography i'm no expert but i've read a bit into it and that's how i came to understand why to me personally the witch was so special so also the director carried weight for me um to go see this movie the lighthouse I also have to mention this. It's from the studio A24. And A24 does sort of art house kind of movies. And they're very special. And I've seen a bunch of movies of their studio. They're all, all the ones I've seen. Maybe there's some that are not. But all of them are so artsy and different. And I just love it. The Green Knight is from A24. Uh-huh. And it's just so different, right? There, uh, a Ghost Story, I think, is also from A24. There's a bunch of movies like that that really catch my attention personally. So that was also a reason. But then I didn't go see it. So I googled quickly and other movies from A24 are Lady Bird. Yes, Lady Bird. Also Midsommar. Midsommar is also a great horror movie. Ex Machina. Mm -hmm. They're really great movies. They're usually art house kind of movie. By that I mean they are sort of... Oh, The Farewell is also from A24. Oh, really? <laughs> yes. Okay, well, there you go. I didn't know that. Shame okay. on me. <laughs> so twice this season, we, we, we mentioned A24. Please sponsor us. Um, <laughs> get us an interview with Willem Dafoe or something like that. That would be fantastic. Or Robert Eckers. Anyways. Okay, so this movie. Clearly, to me, I had 
high expectations, not because I really knew what it was about, but because I knew the director, I knew a movie of his before I've seen it and I loved it. Uh, I knew the two actors that uh, are well in the film and I want to see what Robert Pattinson is about. I knew the studio. But then I just somehow didn't go see it in the cinema. I don't know why the timing wasn't right mm -hmm. and I didn't want to go watch it by myself. Then my brother bought it on a Blu-ray and he gave it to me and I was like, well, I got to watch it now. So the movie is about, and I'm just going to give briefly to come back to your question, mm -hmm. a, a, a rundown of what is happening in the movie. Please. We see the two characters played by Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson. They are both in this lighthouse and Willem Dafoe's character is sort of like the chef. He's like the chief of the lighthouse. He's an old man. He is... Uh, you know, repeatedly talks about his days at sea, how he used to be a sailor and that he can't anymore because he's old and he has like a wooden leg and he's this grumpy old guy and he's, you know, clearly not well in his mind or that's the first idea you get. He's maybe a bit, you know, of a loner in, in this lighthouse. And Robert Pattinson's character is there to help him take care of the lighthouse. He's essentially a guy that wants to make some money. It is a period piece uh, movie in the state of Maine, as I understand it, which is... <laughs> Stephen King's <laughs> yes, home. Yes, <laughs> yes, on the East Coast. Mm -hmm. And they're tending to this lighthouse. Willem Dafoe's character is the chef, and therefore he is, he is the only one that is allowed tending the light of the lighthouse. He forbids Robert Pattinson very clearly, or his character very cl clearly, not to go up there he's telling me can't that's not for you and robert pattinson is tasked to do all of this other stuff he has to scrub the floors he has mm -hmm. to paint the lighthouse new so it's nice and white and shiny so the sailors can see it from afar he has to um get the you know clean the toilet basically because they have like the chemicals they pour in somewhere like an outhouse so it's a lot of shit mm -hmm. that he has to clean literally um, excrements <laughs> yeah it's just a lot of work that he has mm -hmm. to do and it's a lot of hard work so he's like the maid yes well the folks character is not exactly nice about it he is very gross and he is not a kind boss he's very rude he farts a lot he burps a lot sometimes it's funny <laughs> in the scenes <laughs> you kind of mm -hmm. have to laugh because it's so rude and then he walks away gives a rude remark to robert pattinson's character he walks away and then he farts I guess if you live alone in a lighthouse on an island, yeah. you just get rude. <laughs> it's just adds to his character. You know, there's there's a sort of levity to him that he's so free, but he's also just, he's just nasty. Like, you just don't, you just don't like him. Mm -hmm. And Willem Dafoe does a great job at inhabiting this character. So this is the, this is the, the start of the movie. Robert gets there together with Willem Dafoe's character and then they start and they are supposed to tend to this lighthouse four weeks before so a month before Robert Pattinson's character is then taken back onto a ship and you know that's okay. it. that's it that's his shift four weeks Willem Dafoe's character we are to understand is there permanently like that's his home almost so Willem Dafoe it's Thomas Wake and Robert Pattinson is Ephraim Winslow and Robert Pattinson's character is very quiet throughout the first half of the movie. He doesn't talk a lot about himself. You get the sense that he really just wants to get those four weeks over with, mm -hmm. get the money, and leave. 
And Willem Dafoe's character is very nasty during the day and he's maybe not even noticing it and you kind of get the sense that there's a tension arising because Robert doesn't, or Ephraim doesn't like um, Thomas. And then Thomas Wake, Willem Dafoe is always very jolly and nice in the evenings or when they when he drinks. So he's very, you know, tell me something about you or he's telling him about his days at sea. And the next day it seems forgotten. So there's a tension there. So we have the two characters, Thomas Wake and Ephraim Winslow. We have them at this lighthouse. And then this weird dynamic starts to grow between these two characters. And that's all I'm going to say for now. Of course, if you have questions, but I do not. I really, for the sake of the listeners and everybody who wants to watch this movie, you included, I don't want to give away too much. Okay, so I can live with that. Mm -hmm. So what I can say is that the movie is not in the general format. What do you mean by that? So when you have a movie and you don't, you haven't watched it yet, you haven't seen anything yet, no trailer, and you know the movie has maybe a certain cast member or certain cast members, you know the genre and you know the title of the movie, you in your head already start to form an opinion. So if you know it's a comedy, you already think, oh, there's going to be laughs. It's probably going to have a structure that is a very short time frame because comedies usually are a very short time frame. They're over the period of a few days or weekends or maybe a holidays Mm -hmm. or so. If you have a movie that's a drama, you already think there's going to be tear sheds (laughs) or something interesting, family dynamic. You already have an idea of what it's like. And why is that? Because movies have a certain format. Thrillers have a plot twist. Horror movies have Uh, jump scares. more like that. Right? But question, how was the trailer like? Because now we're talking about the subconscious. I have seen the trailer. Maybe I've seen it, but that was a long time ago. So okay. I don't know what the trailer is like. Okay, so maybe that actually helps, really. Um, Probably not. No, what I mean is maybe that actually helped um, taking the movie or like appreciating the movie for what it was and not already being biased. Mm-hmm. by um opinions on the internet like for example no, we that's have... not what i meant uh, maybe i have to uh, take a step back here i don't mean that you're already opinionated because of the internet you are already opinionated because of you mm-hmm. because of because of the culture not because of you because of your exposure to the culture the pop culture and how we have set up in the pop culture what a thriller looks like if a thriller doesn't have a plot twist it's not a real thriller right if comedy doesn't have like the jokes or maybe a fun message at the end of it like a a happy-go-lucky message or a holiday message it's Mm -hmm. not a comedy if you don't have a certain way the camera cuts it's not an action movie and if it is an action movie what is it a western action movie or an eastern action movie like hong kong they don't have many cuts so you know those are more like tropes. Those are stereotypes that we have set up in the pop culture that we accept. So okay, when a movie yeah, like The sense. Lighthouse comes along and you watch it, and I had expectations, when I finished it, I was like, I don't know what to think or feel. <laughs> what was that? Like, that was not, it said it's a horror drama, The Lighthouse. Okay, I can see the horror elements. I can see the drama element. But beyond that, what is it? It's different. Did you have a similar feeling about another movie you watched mm-hmm. in the past? Which one? Uh, the Witch, also, mm-hmm. by Robert Eggers. Then Her, with Joaquin yeah. Phoenix and Scarlett Johansson. Um, Under the Skin, Scarlett Johansson. It's a really weird movie. Oh, I really don't know that one. 
it's extremely weird. It's probably one of the weirdest movies I've seen together with The Lighthouse. And to have a movie like The Lighthouse or movies like The Lighthouse exist like they are is very special because they are not like other movies. When you finish the movie, you might feel disappointed a bit. I felt a little bit mm -hmm. and I was like, why do I feel that way? What's this emotion? And I realized I was not disappointed. Maybe I was more conflicted with myself. Could it also be that those two characters, Thomas and Ephraim, represented, I don't know, let's just go with um, human emotions right now, or mm -hmm. like um, your different selves, and seeing them on screen caused the conflict inside of you? Probably, yeah. It's a good point of view. I didn't even think about that. <laughs> yeah. No, I just, yeah. I just recognized it a bit as such, because mm -hmm. when we watch a movie, sometimes we we see ourselves in the character on screen, at least to some degree. And that can cause a lot of turmoil inside of us. When you watch a romance and you've just had a heartbreak, um, you, you might feel even more emotionally stirred up by the movie mm -hmm. or the, the character's actions. Mm -hmm. No, definitely. I agree. I agree. That's a good point. I didn't think about it that way. This, this type of movie kind of draws you in in a way that it catches you off guard because especially nowadays and listen you know me i love marvel <laughs> and i love the marvel franchise i love the mcu but they are very formulaic and that's cool i don't have a problem with that but then to watch a movie like the lighthouse is a lot different because it's not formulaic. It's a vision that somebody had, in this case, Robert Eggers, together with his brother, who wrote the first draft of the script. And then they carried it out together with all the other people that worked on this. So when I talk about the format being different, I also want to give an actual reason. I want to give you actual tangible things to think about. The movie is in black and white. So therefore, it's already different. Because nowadays, movies are not in black and white anymore. Why is it in black and white? What's the reason for that, right? I was and there's just an artistic, <laughs> yeah, and there's an artistic meaning behind this. There's not a, the meaning behind this, in my opinion, is not this is the reason, just one. There's a multitude of reasons. And on the Blu-ray, I've also seen the behind-the-scenes sort of thing. It's mm -hmm. like a three-part thing where they talk about how they've made it, and they talk about this process of figuring out which lenses to use with the cameras to make it look right. So it's not just black and white. It has a specific tint to it that makes the contrast very high. So the darks are very dark. The brights are very bright. And when you see the behind the scenes where they filmed a certain scene in the movie, and then you see the afterwards with the lens with the black and white, you understand why it's black and white because it's just totally different. You watch the colorful scene. It makes you not anxious. It doesn't make you feel this tension that you feel when you watch the movie. The format is also 4 to 3, I think. 4 to 3 is the old school. The telly? The, yes, that's what the movie oh, looks like. We used to have one like that. The movie screen is not very long. It is very boxed in. And what that does to you, it, it creates a sense of nostalgia. And like this movie is old and you're watching some sort of like real thing. But it also makes you feel so claustrophobic because everything is happening in such a tight space. How can I imagine the screen to be like is it full screen when you watch it or is there like a black corner around it yeah there's black, and not black, corner a black frame around it yeah there is black parts on either side right and left <laughs> okay so you just don't have to full screen you have okay. to full screen you have to imagine a normal screen and then the movie plays in the middle so that's what i mean right so there there is tangible actual evidence to say this movie is not formulaic because the format is not 
today's format. The lighting is different. The contrast is different. The color scheme is different. The cinematography is different. Why? Because it helps to get across the movie. And one of the things outside of the movie itself that the movie tries to tell you as a viewer is you don't have to make a movie that is formulaic for it to be good. You can make your own vision and create your own thing. And it gets me so excited to talk about this movie to you because I want you to see it too. I was just about to think about how I would perceive this movie while watching it because mm-hmm. I remember when Eternals came out and mm-hmm. friends from our D&D group talked about it. They already went to see it in movie theaters. They were like a bit mixed about the movie and I kind of adapted that mindset and then went mm-hmm. into the movie and kind of came out with the same emotion, like mixed, okay. but not 100% overly excited as I was, for example, with Shang-Chi. Mm-hmm. Um, so right now you're po- talking very positively about The Lighthouse mm-hmm. and I'm, I'm kind of excited to see where this goes mm-hmm. for me. That's a good point that you just brought up with, with how I'm talking about this movie. The movie is great to me, mm-hmm. but I'm talking positively about it because of the way it was made. Uh, to me, it's more about movie making, this movie. So one of the things I can say, without giving away too much spoilers, is that Robert Pattinson's character slowly goes mad in this movie. And then Will Defoe's character also goes mad in a way. And you don't know who is the mad one. And you feel like, am I the mad one? Or are they? It's so strange, seriously. So all these questions come up and it makes you feel confused yourself and you feel like you're going mad and i love that because it really shows what movies can achieve when they are executed in such a creative fashion now i'm even more curious to experience it myself it is really art this is really yeah it art. sounds yeah. a lot like an like an art house movie yes this when you watch this movie it's not you're watching a movie but to me it was like this was art i watched an art piece somebody made art and thank god it's not just another a run-of-the-mill horror movie or something like that because this is really great it is shocking it has weird imagery it is a nautical tale meaning it is about the so, sea so yeah. uh, it has lore about mermaids it has about seagulls and the soul of sailors being trapped in seagulls there's a lot of weird stuff going on and it just feeds into this madness of the movie that you're slowly getting entrapped yourself and by the end of it you're not sure what you've seen, or at least that's how I felt, and I think it's wonderful. It's it's sort of weird to speak about it in that term, like wonderful, because it's really a dark tale, but I love these movies, and I really want you to watch these type of movies too, because, like I said, Under the Skin is another one like this, with well, I've, Scarlett Johansson. I've seen one like that went under my skin in the past, and that just... That was? The movie is called The Skin I Live In. So there's something to be said, since we're talking about The Lighthouse and these kind of movies, Mm -hmm. there's something to be said about especially horror movies, because horror movies nowadays are very formulaic as well, and they are very successful. Your expectation is there will be jump scares, and there's going to be a monster or some sort of entity that is evil, and you have to overcome it, and the characters are going to die and probably not overcome it, and then it's a horrible ending, or maybe they will, who knows. But then you have horror movies like this, and then you have horror movies like The Witch, which is also by the same director that directed The Lighthouse, Robert Eggers. When you make a movie like this and want to make a movie 
I think there's really no limits. The only limit is the ones that you or the studio sets yourself up to. And if you have the means, like Robert Eggers clearly did, you can make something special that is not like anything else that has been out in the last couple of years. And we should do that. We should make movies like this instead of just always the same thing. I believe that our society is already set up for the existing horror movies, meaning like you mentioned already, the yeah. jump scares, etc. that that defines a horror movie. So Absolutely. maybe it will then be difficult to really reach the audience and then introduce That's them. That's why they're this... special though, because it's all about the money, right? The, the key measurement of a good film in the industry is how much money it makes in the box office. Sadly. And if it makes a lot of money at the box office, if you have good actors in it, it probably will because people will go watch the actors and actresses that play in it. Then you are probably going to be eligible for making another movie because you just made a great movie and Hollywood will think or the industry will think, wow, you made a lot of money. We want to see you make more movies. And then you make something like this and Robert Eggers is successful in what he does. It's not, it's still an art house movie and still feels independent, but that's why it's great because it is not supposed to be appreciated by everyone alike, because if that was the case, then it wouldn't be special. I think also in order to, to get more people to really appreciate the art behind mm -hmm. movie making, I guess it would be beneficial to really yeah. reach a broader audience to really show the art of making them. It also has to do with creative agency. And by that I mean, a movie like The Lighthouse, I know why this exists, is because Robert Eggers and his brother had an idea, and they developed it together, and they said, we do this movie now. We do it. And no one is going to tell us how to make the movie. We're going to... They took into account inspiration, yes, and you know a lot of people helped make it. But to for this movie to exist, the studio was not supposed to come in and say, you make it this way, or you're not supposed to say that because that's controversial. No, they are able to do whatever they want. And maybe it's not going to make them a lot of money like a Marvel movie, but it is their creative vision and they have the creative agency to make this movie the way they want it. Do you think the movie would have been differently, like in the feel and viewing experience, mm -hmm. if Robert Pattinson and Willem Dafoe had been exchanged by other actors? I believe that any movie has the potential to have different actors or female, male, whatever, and it would work. However, this movie in particular, Willem Dafoe and Robert Pattinson aren't really inhabiting characters here. They're more so inhabiting ideas, concepts, emotions. So it doesn't really matter who's playing it, but to me, after seeing the movie, and I think everybody can agree, those two were perfect for the roles. So in my mind, I believe that Robert Eggers, the director, probably developed this movie, the script and everything with these two actors specifically in mind. And you can kind of tell. So theoretically, yes, other actors could have played it. But to me, those are perfect. And I don't think anyone else should play it. What were some likes for you that really stuck out? What I particularly liked about this movie was the format screen size was different, that it was black and white, and that it wasn't a generic black and white, it had a certain tint to it. They used specific lenses. What I also really liked was that they actually built a lighthouse and the accompanying house and the storage house for this movie in real life at a coast, at the, at the sea, on okay, the Okay, they probably had tons of money. 
it it looks like a, a media it doesn't look like a crazy structure to make but yeah it probably costs a fair bit the reason i like this and they also talk about this is because it makes it feel real and you could just tell imagine you're the actor in this movie you're acting on scene and there's a lighthouse there's this but the background is just blue or green screen and you're in a studio in LA somewhere in California and it's actually really warm and now you're doing the same thing but you're actually on the coast and it's cold and the wind is blasting across your face and you may be a bit mad because you're cold and you have to act outside and it's wet and there's actual the, the ocean actually there you can smell the salt water that informs you as an actor I'm really here I'm really this person it makes it easier for you, right? I would, I, also, I would think it makes it more real. I also think it's more exciting to do it yeah. at the spot where exactly. it's supposed to be shooting. And then imagine when you watch it, the difference of the actors and how they act in the actual spot instead of at a, a studio in California in front of a blue or green screen or somewhere, you know, it doesn't have to be California, it probably would be. And what I also really liked was Robert Pattinson's acting. I really like Willem Dafoe, obviously. But I think they both did a fantastic job and Robert Pattinson really surprised me because I don't really know him as an actor because I haven't really seen a lot of his movies. So everybody that or anyone that says he can't act just watch The Lighthouse, really. It shows that he can. And it just depends on what you give the actor. So I love that they did that. I love that they actually went there, that they built The Lighthouse. That's crazy. I think that's beautiful. Um, I don't know if I didn't like anything. <laughs> I don't know if there's any dislikes. <laughs> that's okay. I mean, sometimes that's, that's a first, the case. Yeah? yeah. That's a first for Reader's Table. I, th I, I guess think. so, yeah. yeah. So who is this movie for and why? This movie is for anyone that loves artsy kind of movies. If you love movies that are just a bit different, it's also for people that love horror. And it's for people that love Will Dafoe and, and, and Robert Pattinson and have loved whatever Robert Eggers has done before in the movie industry. Okay, so um, now I want to know three things you took out of the movie for yourself. Mm -hmm. Was there something you learned? One thing I learned, I will say, is that lighthouse work is really difficult and, and harsh and, and probably not a nice job, especially back in those days. Number two would be that in the scope of the movie, if you want to make movies or any sort of artistic thing like, a, you know, painting or music or anything really or a podcast <laughs> just do it you know just don't let anyone tell you you can't do things of course you should heed advice and of course you should listen to people and always realize that it's not just you it's always a bunch of people that come together but creatively you should be able to do what you feel is right and number three is that you don't need a clear structure to tell a good story and i think that's something that i'm going to keep in mind for myself if I want to write something myself or uh, when I watch other movies like this or that are not like this to think about you mm -hmm. know, how could they be made differently I think those are three good things you've taken from the movie yeah and with that we're going over to the fun fact so today's fun fact is gunpowder was invented by Chinese alchemists in the 9th century for use in fireworks and rockets
That's it for today's episode. We hope you enjoyed the lighthouse. If you want to support us, use our Patreon link in the description and follow us on Instagram at Readers Table. 